podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good morning, everyone, or afternoon or evening, depending on when and where you are listening or watching this. Hope you're all doing well. It is the end of the penultimate game week of the season, game week 37. We're heading into game week 38. Where the hell has this year gone? I don't know. It's been stop and start. We've had train strikes. We've had the World Cup somehow. We've had a project restart. It's been all over the show. But we are here. We're coming into literally the final uh, game week of the season. Hopefully all of your ranks are where you want them to be. Uh, Mine isn't obviously where I'd hoped to end up, but it's been a difficult season and in the end, I'm probably about where I deserve uh, to be, which is around the 220,000 uh, overall rank mark. Um, obviously, top 100,000 is the new top 10,000 um, in a way. So if you're in and around that, great. If you've got um, sort of aims to get into that, maybe you're 150, something like that. Or maybe you're around where I am, or maybe you're doing even worse. At the end of the day, it doesn't even matter, does it? We've got one more week to go, and then you can sit looking at your rank for a bit, and then into next season, it'll all be forgotten, uh, and we do uh, the whole thing again. Um, hi to everyone in the chat. Hi to Richard S. He's on the free hit. Love that. I played by free hit a few years ago uh, in Game Week 38. <clears throat> Loved setting it up. Really excited. Absolutely blew it. Awful. Did, did terribly with it, so... Uh, don't do what I did. My advice to you is don't make last minute changes. I mean, if you get team news, obviously it's fine, but I, I took out like five players, I think, and they all, all the ones I took out ended up doing well. So be careful with the free hit because it can be very tempting, um, to, to make lots of changes, but get in the core players and just build the best team for the week would be my advice. Um, hi to Salama Zulu. Hi to FPL Sparta. Hi to Ian Evans from Brentwood. My hometown, lock up your car. That's where my car got nicked from, Brentwood. Be careful with that. Uh, Kev Mack, Ian Williams from Cornwall, uh, Charles John, FPL Hall. Hi to all of you. Thanks for tuning in <clears throat> this morning. Excuse my cough. I've got the hay fever. I'm on the Beckonese. I'm on the tablets. I'm feeling all right. I'm not completely streaming. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, point of this stream. Is there ever a point to these streams? Probably not. Chat about Game Week 37. Find out how I got on, um, if you care about that. Uh, let me know how you all got on as well. Any one, bit of an underwhelming Game Week, I think, in the end. Uh, but yeah, let's know if you've got any uh, good, you know, differential points or captains or anything like that. I'm going to talk about my watch list, purely focused on Game Week 38. Some of the uh, picks and differentials that I like and I'm considering for my own team going into that. Uh, have a look at how I'm set up for 38. And then I thought I'd just show you what I'm aiming for this season. I, the overall rank is dead. That's fine. That's gone. But I have two targets that I'm aiming for. Uh, one of them, if you watch the Black Box podcast, I'm sure you'll be aware that Mark and I's rivalry um, has finally, after three seasons, hit a point in which we are almost neck and neck with each other. So obviously that's one. Uh, and then I've got FPL Generals uh, Elite 64 League as well, which I'm hoping to not get relegated from again after clawing my way back in last year. So we'll just have a quick look at those and, and you can you know tune out if you don't really care about that, but I'll show them to you. Uh, anyway, I assume if you're watching my team selection, you're a little bit invested in how my season's going and you probably enjoy a bit of misery. So let's go with that. Uh, game week 37. <clears throat> yeah, interesting game week. You know, lots of potential. We had some big teams, you know, playing United. We had City, we had Chelsea and then Brighton as well. If you can class us as a big team uh, now. 
I did all right, to be fair. I got 72 points. That's after the hit that I took. The hit was a, uh, a well, I said it was a disaster. It wasn't a complete disaster. I brought in Fernandez um, and captained him. Uh, so he got sort of 11 points compared to Haaland's six. So that was, in the end, a good move. I took out Grealish, who didn't get any points. So, you know, looking at kind of, I don't even know how many, 11 points, 12 points. That's bad maths, something like that. It worked out quite well um, in the end. Uh, what the mistake I made, though, I did these transfers on Wednesday night, I believe. Um, I took Grealish out and I took Moreno out. And I took Moreno out from Lewis. Sounds good on paper. Benched him, third bench, fine, eight points. Uh, and bought in Fernandez. So it's essentially a four-point hit for for uh, Fernandez. As soon as I did it, I thought, uh, should have done Isak to Alvarez. Why did I do that? I would much rather have him for these these final two game weeks. And yeah, and then Isak was unlucky, I think. I mean, he got the he got the booking, he got injured for a bit. It was a bit kind of dicey, but he had a couple of good chances in that game and he could have got something from it, but I I, I should have got Alvarez. And that was seven points um, sort of lost on that decision. So a bit disappointed with that, but you know, it could have been could have been very different. Uh, De Gea with 10 in goal. Oh, so gutted to lose that clean sheet. You know, with Shaw going off, De Gea actually became a really good differential for me. Um, so that Felix goal, wiping that out, was was a bit of a nightmare. Uh, Trent with one. Disappointing showing um, from him. Has he got one more haul in him in 38? Could well do. Trippier with nine. Dunk. Dunk. With two. Dunk. I mean, I... Every time I say dunk, I literally went for dunk weeks ago because I thought Esther Pinion's going to miss one game in these double game weeks, and that'll be that'll be my genius wildcard pick because I will uh, I'll have the player who's, who's going to play. Not only does Esther Pinion get seventeen points against Arsenal, completely out of the blue, dunk bloody misses the second game of the thirty-seven double. Absolutely outrageous. It would only be one or two points anyway, but these points are crucial at the moment as I'm, I'm as I'm fighting for my lives in, in some of these leagues. So yeah, very annoyed with that. Uh, Salah with five, just the assist for him. Big hopes for him going into the final week. Uh, Fernandez, like I mentioned, with twenty-two. Rashford with seven uh, came through in the end off the bench. Anthony's injury helped with that, um, but yeah, I'm happy to have him. I think going into the final week, he looked he looked sharp. Uh, in, in his performance last night. Uh, McAllister and Matoma with six and seven apiece. I mean, Matoma, I mean, Jesus Christ, how many chances has he missed over the last few weeks? It's it's absolutely crazy. You know, he has a goal ruled out because he accidentally handballs it on the line. Um, you know, he's missing chances in the box. He's, he's setting players up who are scoring and they're not getting... I mean, he's dodged so, so many points over the last few weeks. It's been incredibly frustrating with him. And it's been equally as frustrating with McAllister since I bought him because he's missed two two games, come off the bench, been operating deeper. No penalties, no points. Very disappointing. <clears throat> uh, and then up front, Haaland and Isak. And then a bench with Watkins. Poro, who's the poster boy of the stream today. Uh, and Rico Lewis. Uh, Big A says Alvarez got nine points total. Did he? Yeah, he got eight and, and nine. Yeah, so he got nine. So Isak got one. So that's eight points lost on that. Thank you. I said seven, I think. So yeah, thanks for re- reminding me that it was a little bit more. Yeah, annoying. That put me ahead of Mark, actually, if I'd done that. It doesn't matter. It's gone. Don't even worry about it. Uh, so yeah, that's how we got on. I was, to be fair, I was pretty happy. I mean, I was down at like 200 and 89,000 or something ridiculous um, going into the game last night. Uh, so, you know, Fernandez scoring, Rashford scoring. Um, the only the only disappointment was the, the hair clean sheet, but it saw me up about 60,000 places. So I can't be too uh, annoyed about it. Not too bad. Um, let's have a look at the watchers then. 
going into game week 38, there's loads of different players and moves that we can make and to consider, you know, are we going to, are people going to play conservatively? Are they going to just pick players who to, to block their mini league rivals or just to, you know, just to ensure they, they keep their ranks kind of intact? Or are you going to push with the likes? I mean, some of these names I'm going to read out just now are going to, are going to be like, what are you talking about? But I'm going to read them anyway. So defence, don't think there's a huge amount um, of options here. I don't think too many of us are going to be making a, a defensive uh, transfer this week. I think we're all pretty set with, you know, I mean, if Shaw's got an injury, maybe there's a there's a case to move to potentially another Manchester United defender. Um, or I've got Mina on the list as well. They've got home game against Everton. Got to win that game to stay up. He scored that vital goal against Wolves um, as well. He's not putting XGI up in 90 since the restart is pretty good. 0.33. His points are, don't, oh, don't look at that. He's only got 24 points. Compared to 112 from Trent, uh, for example, since the restart. Um, but yeah, hasn't been playing too much. And I mean, he is just a threat from set pieces. And it's a Sean Dyche team with Dwight McNeil feeding him, feeding him balls. So yeah, I, um, I do, I don't mind Mina uh, this week. He'd probably be the defender that I'd be looking to buy, um, if I needed desperately to make a defensive transfer. Um, I've got Trent on here as well. I, I really like him for this week. He's a potential captain option, I think. I mean, it's a shame that it's, a, it's a, an away game. I think Southampton do have a chance of scoring. I think any home team uh, that you know this this week, um, particularly against a team with nothing to play for, really buoyed by the crowd, wanting to you know not go down with a, with a whimper. I think they could get a goal, but I think they ultimately they lose this game. And I think Trent's got attacking returns in him, so he's the kind of differential captain pick uh, that I like um, in my own side at the moment. Um, and he's not someone that I'd want to be going into this game week without. So glad to have him uh, in place. Uh, Trippier's top of the pile as well. Again, are we going to see him get huge hauls? It's away at Chelsea. Chelsea are absolutely dreadful. Sorry, Chelsea fans, but Newcastle again cemented that top four. I think Newcastle is a better team than, than Chelsea though. So he's not someone that I really worry about uh, playing. And it's my mate. It's Pedro Porro. He's got a non pulling XGI penalty of 0.32. He's got 46 points since the restart. That's terrible. He costs 4.8 million. Don't buy him. My God, don't buy him. I've got to play him, right? I've got to play him over Dunk. Like he's he's got attacking potential. I know he missed out in the last game, but they got battered by Brentford. He looked decent when he came on um, as well. He owes me. You know, I benched him for for the points that he he got. I've I've played him when he didn't get me any against Bournemouth at home. You know, if if you know, it's the kind of fairy tale dream that Pedro Porro comes through for me in game week thirty eight and and scores me some points. So he's getting played uh, and he's on the watch list as well. So yeah don't buy him <laughs> but if he scores you know just you know raise your glass and just say yeah what on has <laughs> oh god what a nightmare uh in midfield interesting i put together all the all the midfielders that I'm, I'm looking at this week and the five that i've got actually come out best um in terms of this in, in uh, non-panic shop in 90 uh, that's salah rashford fernandez McAllister, and matoma um they're my five realistically I think if you've got Brighton assets this is a very good week to bench them to sell them um even I don't know what that team's going to look like you know Deserby's already been making wholesale changes McAllister's been missing out of games you know um and CISO's been playing Buenonote we've got um Europa League confirmed Woo! the Europe tour is on I'll be going with dad and girlfriend to various spots around Europe next year you know, I can't wait to go to Bulgaria or, you know, wherever else uh, we end up. But really excited for that. Um, but I think given that we don't know who's going to start, given that Matoma just doesn't look right. He, 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 defensive, defensive have almost figured him out, I think. But he, he's 
He's clutching at chances. I think this is the game he, he surely gets a rest. I'm sure he doesn't start this one. McAllister, who knows? His head's been turned. He hasn't played the last couple. I think he could miss out as well. Um, you know, so yeah, I think this is a good week to, to potentially look to sell these, these Brighton assets. I'll probably be playing one, I think, unless I take a hit to do it. If I'm picking one, I'm probably playing McAllister. Um, he's got the pens as well. I think given that he missed out last match, he's maybe more likely to start. So I'd probably put him in. Um, but yeah, Matoma is a, is a sell um, for me. Um, looking at some of the other options though, I mean, these are some of the mids that, that I like the look of. I like the look of the two Arsenal um, mids in Trossard and, and Odegaard. 0.49 for Trossard since the restart as high than Odegaard. I mean, Odegaard's season is, is absolutely crazy. Um, I'm doing the fan zone uh, thing tonight and... He asked me to pick out my kind of surprise package of the season. And I mean, it's got to be Odegaard. 15 goals without penalties? Never in a million years I think he'd hit 15 goals. I would have said 10 would have been an outrageously good season for him. To get 15 is, is incredible. And then uh, on top of that, eight assists as well. I mean, it, it is it's absolutely remarkable. He's got a potential for a final day flourish um, in him against Wolves at home. Um, I think Wolves aim to put out a strong team in this one and go out with a bang, give their fans you know something to cheer for and look forward to going into next season, despite a bit of disappointment that they couldn't uh, run City all the way. So I really like Odegaard. Trossard's obviously got the left wing spot down with Martinelli out. His minutes are still being managed, though. He still is being subbed when they're looking for a goal, looking for a change in, in system. But he starts against Wolves. I can't see Wolves putting up too much of a threat for them. And Trossard's the kind of fun pick, I think, who, you know, you wouldn't be surprised if he gets one point. You wouldn't be surprised if he gets 20. You know, he's, he's, he's that kind of player. He's a fun, gave me 38 punt. If I was on a free hit, um, then I probably would be going for, for Trossard, I think. Other punts, Son, I'll put Son on it. I won't be able to move for him. He's too expensive, 11.5. But he's a great differential captain shout um, if you're chasing. I think he's probably the best one. Um, there's Kane as well. There's Son, there's Trent. They're the ones that, that I'd look at. Um, you know, it's, it's Leeds. They're going to have to attack. There's going to be space down the flanks. Son can exploit that. Um, well, he's not had a great season. Non Phoenix up by 19 to restart 0.45. That's really poor. We really need to see what happens with him next season. What happens with his price? Surely it comes down to about 9 million, something like that. Can he be a factor for us again under whatever manager they have uh, next year? Um, Gakpo's on him as well, 7.6. You know, I think that third Liverpool spot going into the easiest game of the, of the, of game week 38, the worst team in the league against Southampton. We've got to be looking at those Liverpool attacking assets. We don't know who's going to start. Is it going to be Nunes? Is it going to be Jota? Is it going to be Gakpo? You know, I think we need some kind of concrete um, differential. Uh, differential, that's not the right word. Some kind of concrete information from, from Liverpool as to who's starting there. Uh, but if we get news that Gakpo's up front, absolutely fantastic option um, as well. Maybe even a captaincy option over Salah if you're looking to, to risk it. Um, and 7.6 million, he will be just out of range of some people like me. Um, but some people might have some money in the bank. If you could move a Brighton mid, you know, up to Gakpo, for example, that's a hell of a, uh, a shout, I think. And then I've got some cheap ones here. I mean, McNeil, 5.1 million, uh, you know, 0.37, 0.6. Yeah, he tore Brighton apart um, in that, that massive route um, at the Amex. He's got it in him. He's a, he's a very, very talented player. Hasn't hit, you know, huge holes this, this season. Might be playing at left back. That's the only problem. Depends on the kind of injuries. Would that be waiting for the team news with Neil um, today? If he's in midfield, if he's on the left wing, if he's on set pieces, I think Everton win this game with a set piece goal. That's my 
I mean, that is not like a, a, a an amazing pundit prediction. That is, uh, that would be a Sean Dyche speciality. He takes the set pieces and, you know, I think he can get something um, from this game. So I like him. Eze, very, very popular. Seeing him bought by, by thousands of, of FPL managers um, as well. I mean, he's a great pick. He's got a home game against Forest, who are already safe. Not only a Forest away from home, where they've been terrible. Um, they've also, uh, you know, already sealed their kind of, um, you know, safety. And the, the handbrake's probably going to be on a bit. Whereas Palace playing in front of their home fans as well. Podchen's been brilliant since he's come in. His final game there. He looks a great pick, so I don't mind that at all. I can't get him unless I take a hit. If if I if I had the money to move McAllister or Matoma over to Eze for a, for free, I, I think honestly that's the easiest that's the easiest move um, this week. Um, Elise, he is someone that I could get. Uh, I mean, he's got eighty nine points compared to Eze's ninety seven. It's not a huge amount in it since the since the restart. I think Eze with pens now, obviously, that is a a big sort of extra string to his bow. Um, but the non penny XGRP ninety isn't too different between them. Zero point three four for Eze, zero point three one um, for Elise. He could be someone that you know if you know that you're the people around you are going to be buying Eze, maybe go for Elise and just hope for one of those jammy uh, jammy returns um, from him. Gibbs White, I like as well. And I've said that that Forrest probably won't um, have to have be going all guns blazing, but he has looked so so good um, lately. Uh, he's five five. He is movable for me for, to McAllister, for example. And you know, stranger things have happened, and Forrest, you know, pressure off turning up and getting a big away uh, win. Um, you know, Stoke a few years ago were they at home maybe against Liverpool? I don't think that was a few years ago. I think it was about 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, they got a huge win against Liverpool than I was expecting. Strange things happen on the final day. Uh, and finally, I've put Chaka in just because he's a cheap way into the Arsenal midfield at 4.8 million. It's probably his final game for Arsenal. He's had an unbelievable season um, for them, uh, really. You know, really kind of shown um, his quality. 0.24, not being sharp in 90 is low. Does he get to take a pen, maybe, if they get one? Mm, not, not too sure. He's a real punt, but yeah, very, very cheap. And then finally up front, I think there's some good options here as well. Um, you know, Wilson is top um, in terms of the stats. He's not a bad option, is he, against Chelsea, um, assuming, he, he start, assuming he starts. Haaland, what do we do with him? Do we move him to Kane? Potentially. I think if we get any news that the Haaland's benched, which I think is unlikely, by the way, I think he starts. Um, I think that is going to be a very, very popular move. Um, in fact, if we get news before the deadline that Haaland is benched, I think the site will crash because people will be desperately trying to move him uh, to Kane. So do bear that in mind uh, when, when we're looking at these transfers. Make sure your make sure your team is set up at least semi decently because I think it's going to be carnage uh, going into this final week. Um, Enketia, I've got him as well. So when he's played, his his non pinic shot is high, not point seven five. Uh, he obviously hasn't played very very much. Um, does he get a game? Given that you know everything's kind of set now they've got second place uh they can't win the league that's fine do they give Enketia a little run out potentially again I think we'd need team news um on him for that and then looking at Watkins um as well he is someone that I've still got on my team for some reason someone that I really like this week I think Brian's team is going to be you know all over the place I mean we did show against City it doesn't matter who we play out put out really we made about six or seven changes from our first team and we had the most shots against City that anyone's ever had uh, under Pep. So, you know, clearly, um, you know, the, the players that come in can, can do a job. I just think it will be too much for us to go to Villa away 
and you know get a big win in that. I think Villa score a couple against us um, in that in that game. So I'm I'm happy to have Watkins actually for this week because yeah he is a he's a big differential for me going in uh, this week and 120 points um, since the restart. You know, there's not many players on this list who have more than that. Rashford 141, Salah 152, uh, Kane 145, and, and like Haaland. But yeah, he, he's he's had a he's had a he's had a good season um, despite going off the boil a little bit last few weeks. Um, and then finally, the last three uh, potentials: Mbomo. Um, we saw what he could do against Spurs. Um, he's on penalties. He's playing a, a City defense, which could be anyone. It could feature kids. It could be fully strength. Who knows? I think it's going to be a tough game for City going into that. I think Brentford are going to, you know, they're pushing for Europe. They they want to win that game. City have no real reason to. They probably just want to get a bit of rhythm going into these finals. I like Mbomo uh, this week. I think he gets something out of this game. I really do. So he is on my, very much on my list as a, as a consideration. Um, Alvarez as well, if we get news that he's starting, I think he's a good pick if he's playing up front as well. He's just a fantastic player all round. And then Awanayi, again, it's, it's Forest. They're away. It's Palace, all these kind of things. But his form and the way... Uh, that you know he's been playing and scoring goals. Um, you know it is Palace. They they do concede goals. So I would back against him getting another one um, in this one. Uh, Mark said he's he's being driven by a kind of higher power at the moment to to you know um, made a deal with the devil. I think so. Yeah, Awanai is is another one. Uh, lots of options this week. You know I think a couple of these players could could go off and, and get double digits. It's about getting the right one, um, isn't it? At the moment, if I'm looking at my team which I'll bring up now. Uh, I'm sort of relatively happy with it, actually. I've got De Gea in goal. I've got Trent. I've got Trippi. I've got Porro. I've got Salah captain, Fernandez Rashford, my two Brighton mids, McAllister and Matoma, um, Haaland and Watkins. I've got Isak on the bench. Again, I think if you're playing him, <clears throat> it's not the end of the world. It's a, just Chelsea. Anyone can score against them uh, at the moment. It doesn't matter if they're home or away. I think Lampard is just completely... He's been a complete flop um, there. At the moment, my thinking is move um, Matoma to McNeil. <laughs> That's genuinely what I'm thinking of. The other option is McAllister to, to Gibbs-White. Um, or I move Isak um, over to Alvarez um, or Awanayi. Again, it's it's a bit of a lottery. I don't really know. I could go kind of any way on this. I, 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 like, the, I like the McNeil move. I think if he is playing on the wing... And he's got a bit more chance of open play goals, you know, a home game against against Bournemouth in a game they, they have to win. I, I do like that, that move. So that is potentially something that I'm looking at. If Haaland's out, I think the Haaland to Kane um, would be too good um, to ignore. I think given that I've kind of ruled out, you know, any, any chance of a top 100k finish, I don't need to... Um, you know, massively go for it. I don't need to take a minus eight and captain someone mad. Uh, I'll show you the leagues, I mean, in a minute. Um, top 100k is dead, that's fine. I don't really care where I, where I finish um, in the world. I just need to beat, I just need to, to stay up in the Elite 64 and beat Mark. So um, let's take a look kind of where I'm where I'm at now. Uh, let me just get the leagues up. So this is where we're at. So we go over to leagues, we look at Mark. We look at the mods and cons in Scout. Look at this. Oh, after all these weeks, we are 28th and 29th in the mods and cons. Mark is six points uh, above me. Looking at his team, I'm not massively impressed uh, with his team. He's got the, the goalkeeper double up of Steele and Kepper. I think they both concede. Um, he's got Shaw, who's got this back injury. They're going to risk him. Um, he's got Trippier that can come in. He's got his opinion. I think Villa score in that game. He's got Trent. 
Uh, he's got Salah McAllister. Mares, I think, probably misses out this game. He started the last two. That's a problem for him, given that he hasn't got um, Pereira. He's got Fernandez. He's got Harlan Wilson. Wilson's nice and Alvarez. I like these two these two strikers, but he, he's got some issues, I think, um, in his side. Six points ahead of me. I really want to have to take a hit and be ten, but it is something I'm not going to do. What's Mark going to do? I've got absolutely no idea. He's miles off the top hundred k. I don't think he's going to massively take a, a huge gamble. I think he'll probably go for a Salah or a Trent captain. That seems like quite a Mark thing uh, to do. I'll probably match that with Salah and then hope that my players can just outscore his by by six. You know, I think unless you know he he does an absolute masterstroke and, and brings in Kane and captains him and takes a minus eight which he could well do. I think at the moment, our two teams on paper um, look quite similar. Mine maybe has a slight edge. Let me know what you think. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see kind of what happens uh, with that. Six points is, is, is okay. It was, it was looking about, you know, 15 going into the game last night. The De Gea clean sheet was, was annoying because that would have made it two. And then I could potentially have taken a hit and, and, and got ahead of him. Um, but yeah, I think at the moment, no hit for me. And then, yeah, Mark is definitely, definitely the, the priority this week. If I'm picking anything to happen, uh, it's to win uh, against him. You know, him making up 65 points or whatever in one week with the Wilson captain and this opinion. That is like, that's just absolutely ridiculous. Like You couldn't ever foresee that that happening. Um, so, yeah. And it was the fact that I had over those two, those two games. You know, um, Wilson absolutely... Uh, smashes it in the first game and opinion gets gets that goal then they play each other and then Wilson gets another one it's just yeah it was written in the stars for him uh, in terms of the Elite 64 51 to 64 get relegated I'm 50th that's where we're at uh, I'm 6 points again off Kevin um, in safety in 49 uh, a little bit more than that ahead of uh, Emil Gustafsson uh, and then a little bit more again ahead of Alexander. So I'm a, I'm around 10 points behind in this. It'd be good to get about 10 points over these guys. Looking at 51st, he's only five points behind me, Matthew Greco. And then there's Abdullah bin Masad, who's the owner of Sheffield United, amazingly. Uh, he's only six points behind me. So again, there's, there's plenty of people that can, that can catch me up here. So I'm, yeah, squeaky bum time doesn't even really begin uh, to cover it. So at the moment I'm safe, but yeah, only five points separate me from relegation and then another season where I need to finish basically in the top 5k to come back up into this league it's very competitive so yeah that's where um, I'm at now you know uh, let's take a look at the chat give me let me know what you think of my team let me know I did a poll about who's going to win out of Mark and I 75% people saying Mark Honestly, I have, have to really use that block button, I think, um, over this day, over today, because yeah, you have little faith. I don't think I can catch up. I probably can't. Uh, Rich Wood says, not tempted to take a minus four. I'm a bit, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit tempted just to do both my Brighton mids out um, and, uh, you know, get Eze and, uh, who was I looking at? Uh, Eze and McNeil, for example. Um, something like that, potentially. It could be on the cards. I'm not completely ruling out a hit, um, but... Yeah, ideally I don't really want to. I don't want to be 10 points behind Mark. That seems like quite a lot, especially when I'm bringing in Eze and McNeil. <laughs> you know, it seems like quite a lot um, to go. Uh, Mark Nu going to be a red card or goal with Mina. Yeah, I like Mina. I like Mina this week. Tarkovsky as well. Karim says um, they bought Tarkovsky and I don't mind that either. I, I'd be surprised if Bournemouth score in that game, you know, given the, the magnitude of what Everton needs. I think Dyche knows how to keep a team up. I just think they win that game to nil because they won nil with a set-piece goal. That seems a very, very Dyche-Everton um, way of winning. 
so it's fine. Uh, Ian Evans says, he didn't nick my car. That's nice of you. If I see you over the summer in Brentwood, I'll buy you a pint. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, we'll go to the Robin. You know the Robin? That used to be my old my old haunt back in the day. They've rev- re- uh, renovated it now. It's much more fancy. But yeah, we'll go for a pint, Ian, in the, in the Robin, if you fancy it. Uh, Haiku Nguyen and his 100k people already sold Harland. Yeah, I don't blame them. I think, you know, that's the kind of, as, as Luke likes to say on, on Black Box, the Hail Mary punt, isn't it? You're, you're taking out the highest owned player in the game that a lot of people are going to captain just because they've got the captaincy on him and he's done well and, and moving him over for a, for a cane potentially, um, who a lot of people have gone off and is, is playing leads. So if you're chasing, I think the Harland to cane move is is bang, bang on the money, really. So it's a really good move. Um, so yeah, don't mind that at all. Uh, DH. What about Edward? I don't like the Edward pick. I, I just don't really rate him that highly. I think he's he's at risk of rotation. I know he scored in the last in the last game, but I, I'd rather have any of the any of the Palace mids. Um, and there's, there's there's many more strikers I'd rather have at his, his price range. Aaron Ayi, I think I'd rather have him. For example, Alvarez is six one. Uh, yeah, not not for me. And the final question I will take is from uh, Kareem. Um, what price do you think Ferguson will be next year? He's the first one on watch yesterday. He's on mine as well. I did a tweet the other day. I said 7 million. I think that's a bit high. Tony obviously had that, that really, really good season. Six. I think he comes in at six. Probably a, a Danny Welbeck type price. I think maybe a 6.5 if they're, if they're wanting to price him a little bit higher. Um, seven seven was was too high. Six was six or 6.5, I think. I'll go for six. Oh, I will take one more. Daniel Bock, what about Madison? Yeah, we haven't really talked about Leicester and West Ham. It's another game with, with obviously a lot to... A lot to play for. The the Madison pick is interesting. I think he definitely comes back into the team. I think they'll be looking to score in that game against West Ham. Who knows what team West Ham are going to put out in that. Um, yeah, Ma- Madison is, is a nice pick. Again, I've got no way of getting to him. Uh, I probably prefer Gakpo at the same price if he's going to play um, as well. And we have seen the fact that Dean Smith wants to prioritise defence first. So are they going to score two free goals against West Ham? I think it's, it will be tough for them. Um, but yeah, I don't mind Madison. He's obviously the heartbeat of the team, and, it, and he, he he doesn't want a relegation on his CV. He's out in the summer anyway, but he, he won't want to get relegated with Leicester. So yeah, he'll um, he'll want it. Uh, he'll want to get some some points on the board. Not a bad pick. Why not? That is it, everyone. Thank you so much for putting up with me um, over the year. It's been a, a, a turbulent season for myself as well. Started the season full time at Scout. Now away from that, back into the the real world. Um, really happy to be uh, carrying on doing these uh, these team selection videos as well, and I genuinely really like them. I, I like the fact that it's a kind of a smaller a smaller group of people, and you know we can chat in the in a you know chat in the uh, little window, and I can answer questions and stuff. It's a it's a nice kind of Thursday Friday morning um, thing to to kickstart my day. So yeah, thank you all for for tuning in um, wherever that is. And yeah, I will be back next season. Don't forget to like this stream. If I don't get likes, I'm going to be able to come back uh, next season. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe um, to Scout uh, as well. And leave us a review as well. If you're listening to this on on podcast, uh, do give the the channel a a little review to say if you're enjoying everything. And yeah, do leave a comment as well if you've enjoyed uh, my content over the season. But yes, thank you for the well wishes against Mark. Uh, PSB, I love you as, but I love Mark more. Yeah, fair enough. I think a lot of people do. Uh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully I can overtake him on the final week. That will be very sweet. Anyway, have a great summer, everyone. And I will see you again next year.